The Bridge of Ends Hello. This is a story of mine of a bridge near me. I'm known as Blake. I... I can't give away my real name. They won't let me. They said they will force me to do it again if I do. I'm only here to tell you the events of the night. This is my recording of what happened. 6.59pm Me and my friend Jonathan were at mine. Having a few drinks, listening to songs, I wanted to show him the new Fall Out Boy album, known as Save Rock and Roll. We listened to it as we mocked each other and had a few more drinks. 7.37pm We were talking about legends and creepy stories we heard. He told me about some creepy ghost stories. Then he asked me for a story. 7.39pm I was in the toilet, thinking of a story. After I finished on the toilet, I washed my hands. When I went to leave, I heard something. The sound of a triangle, the musical instrument, coming from the same room. I searched all over the room and found nothing. Then when I went to leave, I heard it again. The toilet flushed, the shower turned on. I was too terrified to even move. I saw something. A figure in the mirror. A shadow. When I spun around, I saw the shower curtain fly open and three scary-looking figures, each of them disfigured and messed up, like they had been dipped in acid. I jumped to the wall. My heart seemed like it wanted to burst through my ribcage. My hands were shaking. My eyes stopped blinking. I didn't want to take my eyes off them. All three of them looked at me, as if staring into my soul. Tell John about the bridge, they said. I couldn't take it anymore. I had no choice but to blink. When my eyes slowly opened again, they were gone. Who were they, I thought. 7.53pm John asked me what happened. What was wrong? What was the noise? I didn't answer. 8.34 p.m. I finally spoke to him after 40 minutes. The bridge, I said. You want to hear a story? I will tell you about the bridge of ends. I told him about the bridge. When in construction, it was running over a ravine. It was one of the only ways to get across. The construction of the bridge seemed to have come to a halt though, noting that the workers would either go insane or never return. People say the bridge was cursed and forced people, dogs, anything to the ravine below. I told him this was a legend that my parents told me. 9.44pm After an hour of telling John that story, he wanted to know if the bridge was real. I told him I don't know, I had never been there before, but I had a feeling it was true. 11pm We both decided to go to sleep. John slept in my spare bed while I slept in my room. I need to sleep after the events in the bathroom. 2.15am I awoke in my room, hearing those same noises from before. 
playing over and over again. I searched my entire room. Nothing. I went to open my door, but it seemed to be locked, which was strange since I never had a lock on my door or any way to lock it. I turned around, and there it was again. The dings of a triangle. There, sitting at the end of my bed, were one of the three figures from before. I tried to scream, I tried to move, but the other two pinned me to the wall. They wouldn't let me move, let me breathe, let me do anything. I thought I was going to die until I heard them speak those four haunting words. Go to the bridge. Over and over all I heard was those words. Go to the bridge. Like on repeat, the voices sounded twisted and demonic, yet condescending and controlling. I feared for my life. 2.22 a.m. I woke John up and asked him to come visit the bridge with me. He questioned my motives, but I made it up, saying I was curious. I was thinking about the bridge. Why the bridge? If I were to die, why not just kill me while I was sleeping? Those figures. I stood there in shock. John asked me what was wrong. I told him I have a lot on my mind. 2.46 a.m. We walked down the road, through the forest and kept going until I heard them again. I heard the dinging of the triangle, but it sounded distant, as if it were calling to me, wanting me to follow its soothing melody. I took John towards the sound of the triangle, waiting to see what craved me. There we saw it. We saw the bridge. 2.57 a.m. We stood at the foot of the bridge, staring at it. The bridge is real, Blake. It's real. What about the story, though? He questioned me. I couldn't speak. I couldn't move. All I could hear were those three voices coming from the end of the bridge. I began walking over it. 3.02 a.m. I was staring down at the ravine. I had no idea what was down there. I just heard two menacing words. The words that scare me to death. The words that still haunt me. Feed us. That was only the first night. 12.35 p.m. I finally woke up in my house. I had no idea how I got here. I checked my phone and saw I had four missed calls, all from my girlfriend, Ellie. I rang her back and sat up and started to speak to her, asking her how she was. She wanted to come over and I said, sure. When she hung up, I got dressed and turned on my TV. I was on the news. The reporter mentioned that someone was missing. Jonathan Ellis, my friend, had been missing for three days. Three days. 
2.39pm. My girlfriend finally came around. I held her against me and kissed her. She smiled and kissed me back. I asked her what day it was. Imagine, it was May 25th. It had really been three days. 2.56pm. She asked me where I had been for the past three days. I had no answer for her, so I just said at my parents' house. I want to tell her about the figures I had seen. 3.17pm. Ellie has gone to the shop for some essentials. I sat down on my leather couch watching TV, my favourite TV show. But my TV just went straight to static. I tried turning it off and on again, but it wouldn't work. My radio turned on, and the only sound from it was the sound of a triangle. The triangle sound came from my TV as well. I went into the closet and got my baseball bat. Alright, you bastards. Show yourselves to me. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of you messing with me. I'm putting an end to this right now. I shouted. My radio turned off. The fuse blew on my TV. All the lights turned off, and I was in darkness. No light was coming in from the windows. I was scared. Not even my phone would turn on. Until I heard the voices once more. You tell her. We sacrificed you to him. I started twinging my bat around to no avail. To who? Who are you talking about? I kept swinging, but the bat got taken from me. One of those faces was right in front of me. Its crooked teeth, its wide, unblinking eyes, and its sharpened, twisted nose. His name is for another, not for you. Now do as we command of you. Before I could do anything, I was struck by the bat. 8.38pm. I woke up to Ellie, taking care of me and looking after me. When she saw that I was awake, she hugged me and kissed me, then asked what happened. I couldn't remember, or more like I didn't want to remember. She left the room to get more bandages from the kitchen. As soon as I left, I felt a hand on my shoulder. I didn't want to face it. Not again. I couldn't bear to see that face. Any of them. Any more. They spoke in a low voice. You must take her to the bridge. 10.35pm. I was laying in bed with Ellie talking to her. I asked her if she heard anything from John. She asked me who I was talking about. My best friend in the whole world, Jonathan Ellis. You know who I mean. The next thing she said scared me to death, making me think what had happened on that night. Who is that? She said. I got out of bed and ran downstairs. 2.15 a.m. I woke again to this time. I went to Ellie to see if she was okay. 
She was awake, looking at a camera, watching a recording on it. It was my camera. I asked her what she was up to and she threw a pillow at me. What is this? She shouted at me. I asked her what was wrong and she showed me the recording. It was from the events of the other night. John and I were seen at the bridge. Static was heard from the recording and so was the sound from a triangle. That damn sound playing over and over. Every time it did, I moved closer. Those final words were heard again. Feed us. As the camera recording shut off, she demanded I take her to this place, so I agreed. 2.39 a.m. I took the same route as I did with John. Just like last time, the triangles called to me and I followed them without meaning. 2.50 a.m. Yet again I was back here, back at this damn bridge. I have no idea what it wants from me, my soul, my life, my sacrifice, or for me to sacrifice others into the ravine below. Ellie looked around for a camera recording us, just like it did with John and I. She demanded me to search the area but I couldn't move. I saw in the darkness from each side. The figures were coming towards us as the words feed us rang through my head yet again. That was the second night. For the third night I ignored them. I didn't sacrifice anyone. Now I'm telling you all this story. And I know they will come for me. They will sacrifice me to the Bridge of Ends. This may be the last time you hear from me. You can hear the triangle getting closer to me. So I'm cocking my gun. Both my friend and my girlfriend have disappeared from the world. Now it's my turn. My only chance to end this. I'm switching the recording off now. The triangle sound is right outside. <laughs>